It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Washington Commanders could trade back in the first round of the NFL Draft and still get two starters for their offensive line. That and more coming up on this Mock Draft Monday episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or your Amazon Fire Stick. And we thank you for making us first listen or your first view of the day. I am David Harrison. My co-host, Chris the Rooster, also out for now, but should be back soon. You can still find him Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on the Team 980 with Pete Methurst, Russell, and Methurst, or anytime on the Odyssey app. You can find me writing about your commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise, then this game is definitely for you. Download it at ultimate-gm.com or look it up in your app store. Our listeners, you get a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo code Locked On in the game, all caps in the game store. Washington Commanders could go many directions in the first round of this year's NFL draft, including cornerback, and we will take a look at that here in just a little bit, but they could also trade back, and that's where we start today's episode of Locked On Commanders because I feel like a lot of you out there would actually like the Washington Commanders to trade back, do kind of what they did last year, still get a valuable player, an effective year one player, and also gain some draft capital uh, either in the future of this year's draft or in the future just in general uh, and and kind of secure your future uh, as well. Last year, the Washington Mirrors traded back to pick 16. They ended up getting Penn State wide receiver Jahan Dotson, and uh, he proved to be every worth or worth every bit of that trade uh, that the Washington Mirrors executed. And, And there are some other teams, Baltimore Ravens, probably one of them, who were eyeing a wide receiver, decided to pass on Dotson and others when their pick came up because there was a run on wide receivers early uh, in the first round and probably looking at Jahan Dotson, they're, they're probably regretting that just a little bit um, at this stage in the game, given what they don't have uh, for quarterback Lamar Jackson to entice him to come back on a team uh, friendly deal. So 
coming into this mock draft Monday, we're going to start off. I've got a four round mock that I'm going to release here uh, to you guys on this episode. And I came in with the basically the intention of I'm going to trade back. Like I'm going to take one of these offers. I'm going to figure out which one's the best one for my objective here for what I see for the team. And we're going to trade back and we're going to see what we can come up with here. So I use the Pro Football Network mock draft simulator. I've used the Pro Football Focus one a few times here. Uh, this time, switching it over to the Pro Football Network uh, mock draft simulator. When we got to pick 16, they had three trade offers waiting for me, uh, all of them coming from the AFC. So that's good. We don't want to really help out NFC teams all that much. But we had offers from the Buffalo Bills, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Miami Dolphins. Now, remember what I just said. We're prioritizing winning this year. Ron Rivera is not a coach. I think that can look at it and say, okay, you know, he talks all, of, all the time about his three-year plan, but here in year four, he's got to kind of wonder, he may not be around for the third year of the current three-year plan if he doesn't get the first-year plan uh, really correct. So while we're looking to trade back, we're also prioritizing winning now. That being said, the Bills and the Jaguars both offered first-round picks next year, along with us obviously moving back and swapping picks, uh, and that Certainly valuable, but again, if you're trying to win this year, not as valuable as maybe it would be uh, in other seasons. The Miami Dolphins offered two top 100 picks in this year's NFL draft, but the drop was a lot bigger uh, than with the other two teams. So a little bit of a, of a Goldilocks situation here. Which one is just right? Um, the Jags offered a shorter drop back, right? They 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 weren't they were they were going to move up to 16. We wouldn't fall back as much as we would with the Bills and certainly not with the Dolphins. But we would also give up pick 118. So what I ended up doing is I took the Buffalo Bills offer. I dropped back to number 27 from number 16. The Jaguars, if I remember correctly, would have been a number 24 drop. Uh, so we dropped back three more spots than we would have with the Jags. We do net a 2024 first-round pick from the Buffalo Bills, uh, which is a mid-20, maybe you know 30 pick uh, from the Buffalo Bills next year. So that's kind of a nice thing to have in our back pocket. So we go from 16 to 27, and we get a first-rounder. Uh, for next year in this deal, the Buffalo Bills end up taking running back Bijan Robinson. And at number 27, we actually got two more trade offers. The Colts and the 49ers came calling. The 49ers offered number 99 and number 100 and a 24, 24 first round pick. So now I could really invest in the future a little bit here if I really wanted to. They would take 27 and 152 from us. Again, we give up two picks this year uh, in the top 152. We get two in the top 100, which is nice. We get a first rounder next year. Uh, the Colts offering number 35 and number 79 for number 27. So again, we get two top 80 picks here. Uh, we only give up one pick. So that's a little bit of a nice studio. No, no future first rounder, but better capital this season. Uh, but when I look at the draft board, guys, sitting at number 27, I see a slam dunk guy. So we're turning down those offers, even though that Colts offer is, is a very attractive offer, uh, I think. And with our first pick, at number 27, we select offensive tackle Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. Now, Skaronsky is projected to be an athletic tackle who will fit in what we expect to see from Eric Bieniemy's offense. A little bit more left to right, a little bit more athleticism, faster pace things. We need guards or tackles that can kind of keep up with that pace. Uh, he's proven in his reps that he can take on speed rushers, he can take on power rushers, and he can be effective uh, against both. And he does good job. He does good work moving onto and while in the second level uh, in his run blocks. He's versatile enough to block well in zone or gap schemes, which is great because you still have Antonio Gibson. You still have Brian Robinson Jr., one of them stronger in gap runs, one of them stronger in zone. So you want to be able to use them both. So you need linemen 
who are versatile enough to block in both. And he projects to give Washington, honestly, they can test out the fits here. And, and you know, Skaronsky could move inside. He could stay outside. So do we move Sam Cosme to right guard? Do we move Skaronsky to right guard, left guard, right tackle? We can really kind of start to come in here and just kind of see what these guys show, especially starting rookie minicamp OTAs and start getting the best fit for our team. So when you're Washington, you get a potential starter on your offensive line here in the first round, but you're not locked into a specific position with him. So you still have some versatility to make the decisions that are best for your team. So we move back. We do gain a pick for next year. Again, we're prioritizing winning now. We don't get any additional draft picks this year in that trade, but we do get a first rounder for next year, which makes us happy. And we still get our starting uh, one of our starting linemen for this year's class. So I will, I will, I will take that or this year's roster. So I will take that as a win moving into the early part of day two. Now we have pick number 47, two more trade offers come in the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, give us a call. The Los Angeles Chargers also give us a call. Both want number 47, and they want to give us capital next year uh, for multiple picks this year. Not just 47, but they want other picks from this year's class, and they want to give us, they want to pay us back completely in next year's picks. So we're good there. We're going to move on again because we're trying to win this year. And in number 47, we take center John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota. Again, another potential starter on our offensive line. Could play guard, right? If Chase Roulier is healthy, which would be amazing. And able to come back, he can play guard. But if he's not, you can you can train Schmitz to be uh, John Michael Schmitz to be your center. Or if Chase gets hurt again, unfortunately, uh, he he obviously has experience there. Dubbed the the best center in this year's draft class. Good draft class. Need online help to be quite honest with you. At the end, end of day one, early day two, which is why that first pit that first trade uh, number sixteen, number twenty seven. Even though we don't get any additional draft class or draft capital this year, we're still comfortable making it because we know that there's O line talent there at the back end of Day one. So our first two picks are in the books. Peter Skaronsky, John Michael Schmitz headed to the commanders uh, offensive line, but we're not finished and we're going to get some help for the defense as well. So don't worry about that. That's coming up here next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. And today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard us talking about this game for a while. And unfortunately, I've had to hear for a while about Chris Carter winning this whole thing. Host of Locked On Steelers winning our Locked On Championship. Although, uh, I was cheated because the game is scripted and, and and everybody knows it now because everybody's talking about it. If you've ever dreamt of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise, your dream can now come true. And this game is for you. You'll manage every strategic aspect of your team going through seasons and lead your team to glory while you build your dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, and steering your franchise through free agency and the draft, plus so much more. Ultimate Football GM is completely free. And the best part is it's playable offline. Literally anywhere, anytime you want football, you've got it. Plus, we've created the Locked On League for you to compete against other Locked On fans all over the world. Can you be the ultimate Locked On football GM? If you want to throw your hat in the ring, choose the Locked On League in the app to join. And Locked On Commanders listeners, you get a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo code Locked On. all caps, all one word, in the game store. Again, that's Locked On in the game store, all caps, all one word. So make sure you check it out today to download it. Just go to ultimate-gm.com or look it up in your app store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy 
of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Thanks for bringing the Lock Talk Manager podcast to our first listener, your first view of the day after addressing the offensive line and Hopefully, this is coming with an additional uh, free agent signing or two on the offensive line as well, and perhaps wishful thinking, but maybe a healthy Chase Rolier. I mean, that would be amazing. It's time to help the defense as we continue our four-round Washington Commanders mock draft, picking it up at pick number 97. We got another trade offer, this time from the Cleveland Browns, who are offering us number 111 and 126 for numbers 97 and 193, so a potential 15-pick drop. Uh, to gain much more on the back end. Again, up front looks very nice. You you trade a top 100 pick, you trade a top 200 pick, but you get two top 130 picks. Uh, it's That's a pretty good deal, depending on what the board looks like. But when I look at the board, there's a prospect that's too good to pass up, and I can't promise myself that he's going to be there 15 picks later. In fact, the Browns might be trading up to try to get this guy themselves. So at number 97, I am taking safety. Sidney Brown out of Illinois, a versatile prospect, Project him. I project him to be a backup free safety in year one with starter potential uh, in year two. And who knows if there's some struggles in the defensive back end, maybe he moves in that starting role uh, there in year one. This allows Washington commanders and Jack Del Rio to commit Derek Forrest fully to that Buffalo nickel kind of hybrid strong safety linebacker role uh, and Cam Curl as kind of your more traditional strong safety. Percy Butler uh, is another talented player, showed some potential in the nickel as well. So while you don't get a cornerback, you already have a safety who has kind of shown some flashes of ability to come down into the box, play that nickel corner spot for you if you need to help you keep Benjamin St. Juice potentially on the outside, Kendall Fuller. And then, of course, we still have more picks to go to potentially bring in uh, some more talent. So Sidney Brown, super talented guy there. Bobby McCain getting a little bit older when his contract comes due, probably looking at letting him uh, move on somewhere else. So that wraps up day two. As we move into day three, we have pick number 118, our first time on the board on the third day of the NFL draft. Uh, no trade offers for this one. Not completely surprising, but uh, no trade offers here. So looking at the big board, we end up selecting at pick number 118, Edge, Will McDonald the fourth out of Iowa State. Uh, I look at Will McDonald the fourth. I read on him. I watch him. And I think this is a perfect project for assistant defensive line coach Ryan Kerrigan. They've got similar builds. Ryan Kerrigan was bigger. Uh, as a rookie, but I think they've got similar builds, kind of similar skill sets. Um, but where Will McDonald is going to need the most help is learning how to win as a pass rusher in the trenches, coming off the defensive line as a down lineman. Coming into his first year in the National Football, he's going to project better as a stand-up outside rusher, which is okay because Washington employed a lot more of that uh, in 2022 with Montez Sweat and James Smith-Williams than we saw in 2021. And it was something that I loved seeing. I want to see more of it. Maybe you get five down defensive linemen. You got a couple stand guys standing up or one guy standing up, four down defensive linemen, two guys standing up, and you put Will McDonald in there and kind of your jet pack, kind of a speed rush package uh, along with a healthy now Chase Young, Montez Sweat, 
Fenaria Mathis coming back. And then you've got a very formidable front seven. So that's where Will McDonald projects to impact now, right, as he comes in the National Football League, but then also work with Ryan Kerrigan, work with Jessica Nina, and become a better down lineman uh, for the defense. And, you know, look, we've all been talking about it. Everybody's talking about right? You can't pay everybody. You can't pay Jonathan Allen, Jerron Payne, Montez Sweat, and Chase Young, all top dollar, uh, and, and expect to have anything but defensive linemen on your roster. So if one of those edge rushers or one of those defensive linemen has to go, you bring in a guy here that not maybe this year is a starter, but next year maybe steps in uh, to help replace a guy who was lost during uh, free agency. So Will McDonald, if the fourth again, not a direct correlation to the Washington Commanders defense, I think there's potential there and the ability to impact uh, some sub packages in his four, first year. So that's our four rounds. So our four rounds, we started the, the NFL draft with picks number 16, 47, 97, and 117. And we turned those four picks into off the tackle Peter Skaronsky, center John Michael Schmidt, safety Sidney Brown, edge rusher Will McDonald, the fourth, and a first-round pick from the Buffalo Bills in 2024. I think I did a pretty good job, but I want to know what you think. Drop your mock draft grades for what I just did here in the comments. Let me know what you would have done differently. Let me know what you love. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you hate. Some other uh, notable first-round picks from this mock draft. Uh, number one overall, the Chicago Bears took offensive tackle Paris Johnson Jr. out of the Ohio State Buckeyes program. Uh, the first quarterback went number four overall to the Indianapolis Colts. It was Bryce Young out of Alabama. The Eagles got uh, edge Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech and cornerback Cam Smith with the 10th and 30th picks, uh, respectively. The Giants got linebacker Trenton Smith out of Clemson at number 25. And the Dallas Cowboys, no first-round pick. Number 43 overall, their first pick of the weekend. They took linebacker Noah Sewell looking to pair him up with uh, Micah Parsons, apparently, uh, there for the Dallas Cowboys. So our next mock draft here on Mock Draft Monday is from Matt Williamson of Peacock and Williamson here on the Locked On Network. And in his first round mock, Matt has Washington selecting at number 16, no trade back, guard Osiris Torrance out of Florida. Williamson writes, quote, Torrance is a masher in the run game, but agile and light on his feet in protection. He's a plug and play guard for the commanders at a position of need, end quote. And I completely guarantee, or guarantee I completely agree with Matt Williamson here. Uh, look, Osiris Torrance was one of the standouts at the, at the Reese Senior Bowl. If you watch that coverage, uh, you heard us talk about him there. Locked on Gators host, uh, Brandon Olson, huge on Osiris Torrance. And in one of our earlier mock drafts here on Locked on Commanders podcast, we talked about, I think Osiris Torrance was mocked in the second round at uh, in, in the 50s or so or even the, the mid to late 40s somewhere. And I just remember saying there's no way he's getting past pick 40 if he even gets to day two uh, in general. And here you have Matt Williamson sending him number 16 overall. I think after his workout, uh, the senior bowl, you look at his body of work at Florida, if he tests well and interviews well at the combine, you could certainly see Osiris Sorens becoming a bigger and bigger day one uh, conversation piece. Not a versatile guy. I don't think he has any center experience. Uh, not a tackle, so he is a guard. So if the Washington Commanders draft Osiris Torrance at number 16, they are drafting him to play guard, left side, right side. I don't think it's really going to matter a whole hell of a lot. So you either put him on the right side and pair him with Sam Cosme as your right tackle, or you put him on the left and you pair him with Charles Leno Jr. as your left tackle, and then you go about uh, fixing the the middle and the, and the right side uh, with your later picks. So don't hate the pick at all. Um, Osiris Torrance, a big fan of his work. Um, I am team trade back, so I would love to see them maybe move back to, say, pick 20 and get Osiris Torrance if that's possible. You know what I mean? Um, but if they stick at 16 and they get Cyborg 
as he is known. I believe it was his mother that gave him uh, that nickname. Then uh, I think Washington Commanders fans should could or should certainly uh, be pleased with that move and that decision. One more mock draft coming up to wrap up this mock draft Monday. And then this, this next one comes from Keith Sanchez of Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Network. That's next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need indeed. Keith Sanchez, a locked on NFL draft and the draft network dropped his latest first round mock here in the past 24 hours or so. If you're watching or listening on Monday, you can find it in writing at the draft network.com. Uh, you can find him on the locked on NFL draft. He and Damian Parsons, new host of the locked on NFL draft podcast. Of course, we're going to go over what happened for the Washington Commanders in this latest first round box. We've got Peacock and Williamson dropping a mock on the Lockdown Network, and now we've got Lockdown NFL Draft dropping theirs as well. And at pick 16, Sanchez takes Illinois corner, cornerback, almost a quarterback, Illinois cornerback Devin Witherspoon. So we got one mock draft with a trade back and offensive lineman, one mock draft with no trade back and offensive lineman, another mock draft with a cornerback. The Washington Commanders have a lot of options ladies and gentlemen, in this year's first round, especially this year's first round uh, of the NFL draft. Devin Witherspoon, well-known prospect. Uh, First-round talk is not going to go anywhere. He's definitely going to be a first-round guy. Locked on Dolphins host Kyle Krabs, who also uh, co-founder and also works for the Draft Network, wrote the profile on Witherspoon for the Draft Network. And in, the, in that profile, Krabs says, quote, Witherspoon should have little issue appealing to NFL teams with his play style, physical skills, and versatility. The question will be whether or not teams grant him the chance to play outside or if they feel his frame limits him to only be effective in the slot. I believe he has a chance to be a winning player on the perimeter and therefore would offer him the opportunity to play there first. With more refinement, he could thrive in a man-heavy system and be an impact starter, end quote. Now, the only part of that that's really kind of concerning is the man-heavy emphasis, uh, as we saw with William Jackson the third man-heavy cornerback, uh, William Jackson the third playing in a multiple defense that asked you to do some man coverage things. Sure. But also asked you to play uh, a good amount of zone and in zone is where William Jackson was lost. Now Witherspoon has looked solid in zone coverage in the college game, just looks better in man coverage. Certainly has the ability. It looks like to transition to the NFL zone game, but he's going to need some teaching. He's going to need some learning, which I think is why uh, so many will have him projected as a slot corner early on. Uh, in his career, around six feet tall. I mean, he hided into the senior bowl just under six feet, but around six feet tall, 180 pounds. Uh, again, his his weakness early on is going to come in zone, uh, especially his quarterbacks that are just really smart and know how to manipulate defenders. You know, he's probably going to bite on a couple of things or get drawn off uh, of a route here and there. So for me, what I like about this pick is if you bring him in to the Washington Commanders defense, he fits no matter whatever your plan is for Benjamin St. Juice. Uh, uh, Devin Weatherspoon is a guy that can fit your plan. So if, if Jack Dory and the Washington commanders are just hell bent on moving Benjamin St. Juice back inside to the nickel, where if you remember during all the training camp, all of off season, uh, he was training to be their starting nickel. If they still want to do that and they move him back inside 
Devin Witherspoon certainly has the the projected uh, ability to play outside. Again, mostly man. If you play him and put him in zone, you need to make sure you have somebody either over top of him or underneath him to kind of give him uh, a little bit of a safety net. Or, or if you want to keep Benjamin St. Juice outside, certainly could play Devin Witherspoon as your starting nickel. Uh, and then again, you've got Percy Butler kind of there as your backup. Danny Johnson obviously has ability uh, to do that as well. So either way, Devin Witherspoon can fit. Um, I think, again, the best idea come in, maybe put both St. Juiced and uh, Witherspoon on the outside, see how they stack up uh, compared to each other, move whoever doesn't stack up uh, the best in, inside into the nickel where you have a little bit more coverage around you, a little bit less room for error uh, or opportunity to get really burned if uh, errors were to take place. So I like the Devin Witherspoon pick. I like Osiris Torrance's pick by Williamson personally. A little bit of bias, but I like my trade back scenario in my class that I got in my four round pick. So a lot of good options here on this mock draft Monday. Let me know again what you think of all the mock drafts. Mine specifically, give me a grade. Let me know uh, how I did. And of course, if you have your own mock drafts that you want to share here on the show, shoot those into the email, shoot those in to the DM. In the meantime, thank you again for making Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen or your first watch of the day. If you want to join that conversation, this conversation, drop your comments again on YouTube. Hit us up in the email box at LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com or in the DMs on Twitter at LO Commanders. Until next time, guys, I'm David Harrison, writer for Commander Country on SI.com's Fan Nation. And for Chris Russell, my 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 co-host, The Rooster, part of Russell and Methurst on the Team 980. We appreciate you coming through. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you for joining me right here on today's episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.